Welcome to our fantastic podcast, Enough is Enough. I'm Dee. And I am Rona. And we are just so excited to bring out our fabulous new show, The Dee and Rona Show. We are going to share with you real life stories, our experiences to inspire and motivate you to make positive change in your life, to become the best version of yourself and manifest your true dream life. We have both turned our lives around, so we are living proof that it can be done. We may have had different journeys, but they were equally as challenging. So trust us, if we can do it, so can you. So why did we start this podcast, Rona? Enough is enough. Well, we've both been on really crazy journeys and totally changed our life around. So we're trying to find a name that would kind of really like have meaning in it. And, yeah. you know, we both came to a stage where we said enough is enough in our lives and made huge changes. Like for you, you left Belfast. You were I left the- Northern Ireland, yeah. But um, but I've always, I wrote a book, obviously, when I moved down here. And I thought, you know, I always wanted to do a podcast. And I met Rona. And we just bounced off each other. And we both came down two journeys. And uh, two different journeys, both mm-hmm. very challenging. And we thought, why not we just do this together? Yeah. So we went off on a night away. And we did a brainstorm to come up with a name. And we both kind of said to ourselves, well, what was it that made you say, I'm going to lose the weight, for example? And we both came up with it and said enough was enough. Yeah. Enough was enough for me in Northern Ireland and enough was enough for you. Enough with enough your was me with my weight, with my relationships, with everything. Yeah. And we both kind of made this life changing journey then. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, so that's where we came up with the name and we celebrated with a lovely glass of champers. We did, yeah. <laughs> we had and so much fun. Yeah, and like life is for living and like Rona and I are vivacious, fun, happy people and you know People say to me all the time, well, why are you always so happy? But it's not that I'm happy all the time. Oh, we know? have our bad days, we absolutely. Bad yeah, days, but, but we, we've positive. learned very hard through our experiences in life to change things around and think of the positive and yeah. look at things from a different angle and stop things before they get too bad. So that's exactly. kind of what we want to do yeah. with this podcast is help to inspire people to to really value themselves a bit more, you know. Yeah. Like you, you were in a really toxic relationship, weren't you, when you were up Well, north? I've been on <laughs> a few. I've been married <laughs> twice and uh, I was with a guy for six years just before I came down here and it wasn't necessarily that he was toxic it was just the whole family situation but I don't really want to talk about people from the past I just want to I'm in the new future now and living mm-hmm. in the moment and I'm happy in my life in Ireland I've been in Dublin nearly six years wrote a book still standing and yes. um, that was published last year all about my life but really it's like a self-help memoir to help people who are struggling in marriage and struggling in situations to take that leap and say, okay, stop living in fear. I can create the life I really want. Yeah. And that's why I wrote the book. But before all that, I was married very young and that was a silly mistake. Then I was married again. Unfortunately, my husband had an affair. But I did have a great life as well. I had a very luxurious life. It was amazing. But I did take, make the choice to leave whenever my husband did have the affair. And this is one of the crucial areas that I feel a lot of people don't have their own self-worth because they feel, oh God, I can't leave. What am I going to do? Can't live my life without a man or without this particular man. I just said to myself, well, actually, you know what? I deserve better than this. I married you. Why did you actually take your clothes off and have sex with somebody else? And he said, I didn't think you loved me enough. I said, after two years, I don't think so. So again, putting the blame on you because it was your uh fault for him doing that. I think that's where a lot of us make the mistakes Mm -hmm. in our life. We think it's their fault and it's it's always kind of, oh, they were narcissistic or they did this to me and they did that to me. But really, it was down to our them, why the hell we were putting up with it? Well, that's you know? it. And I just said, I'm not putting up with it because yeah. I knew in my heart, as much as I had a great life, and I did really love him. Like, don't get me wrong, I was absolutely devastated, broken hearted. Um, 
But I thought, my worth, I deserve better. Mm. And for all his money, I said, sorry, I'm out of here. So I left. And for years, he tried to get me to come back again. But I knew he would do it to me again. Yeah. So for anyone out there who's in a marriage and the person has an affair, they're always going to do it again. I mean, he said to me years later, this is the gas thing. He said to me years later, you know, Denise, I really respect you for leaving me. Now, yeah. <laughs> what a little, what, did you ever know your life? I respect oh, you yes. for leaving me. Yeah. Anyway, so that moving on from that. I carried then with me a lot of negativity because after he had the affair, I didn't trust anybody. And yeah. I actually hated myself inside because I thought, why would he do that to me? Even though I left him, I still carried all that, oh my God, disloyalty. So anyway, so I then got involved with someone else mm-hmm. and uh, was with him for six years and that all fell apart and my dad died at the same time my dog died and I was at an all time low and I said that's it enough is enough (laughs) and I need to that was a lot a lot of stuff going on it was a lot to deal with I mean I look back now I feel my gosh where to get the courage and the resilience to go through that but I did yeah but you did a lot of therapy as well and I think that's really important to know this doesn't Mm. happen overnight and it's not running away from anything it's really about deciding to take charge of your life and actually go do the work do the mental work which is so important I mean I had to do it myself as well yeah, well, it wasn't until I was really angry after my second husband and my friend said to me, we were, in, we were in Edinburgh one weekend and she said, Denise, you're so angry, you're going to have to go and see someone. And it was the best advice she ever gave me. So yeah. I attended a therapist for years. I'm not ashamed to say it, mm-hmm. paid a fortune, but it really helped me, it made me understand myself better yeah. and why I was going for these controlling individuals and that's what they were yeah. uh, because of my relationship with my mother yeah. so I had no idea until you start to dig deep and it all comes from your childhood so yeah. anyway so then I moved out I says that's it moving to Dublin moved got a little apartment in Dunleary which is and my little dog <laughs> and I love Dunleary I have to say I absolutely love it it's been just a saviour for me and I remember the first morning walking down the pier with Sarah and I said I could pinch myself I'm so happy yeah. I felt I'd let go of all that dark cloud in Northern Ireland and moved to a new completely fresh start totally fresh nobody knowing you no, no. and making new friends and yeah. getting positive people around you as positive. well positive new people I started a social media platform made loads of new friends then started to live my real life me for who I actually was because I realised that I actually had been living my life with these men doing what they wanted yeah. I'd forgotten about me I'd yeah. lost my whole identity every time yeah. and I said no I'm free to do what I want say what I want and you sure are yeah. <laughs> and here we are doing a podcast about I it I know can you believe it I like know. if someone had said to me uh, almost six years ago oh Denise you're going to be doing a podcast with this gorgeous girl in Dublin in this fabulous studio I said oh no way yeah. and here we are and I'm so glad I met Rona because she's she's an well, inspiration the Rona of three years ago wouldn't uh-huh. be sitting here either like I was um, well like tell everybody about your story Rona because it's amazing like this woman has got three kids I have so yeah I have three kids with special needs Uh, they're absolutely fabulous so I have uh, two boys with autism and my little princess who has Down syndrome Mm. Um, I'm a single mom but um, I wasn't obviously single all the time I was in a relationship that wasn't working out we stayed together for way longer than we should have and Again, I got to, I was, I have always been overweight. I'd always had a weight problem. So I was actually yeah. got to 24 stone and it was one day and I was never bothered by my weight because yeah. I was always big. So, and I was confident. I'm yeah. a makeup artist. So I was able to And you're beautiful and, and your eyes are stunning. I used to hate when people say that to me. Oh go, my God. Oh, you've got gorgeous eyes. eyes and like I was a wolf. like, what about the rest <laughs> of me? <laughs> you know, but so, now you can say. Yeah, yeah, I can blink my eyes and go, yeah, yeah look at the rest you. of me. So. Yeah, so I got on the scales one day and the scales was a Weight Watcher scale so it was one of the like heavy duty ones and it actually read error which meant I'd gone over 24 stone and it was like 
I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Mm. I read that was, it was the first time I ever cried about my weight. And I literally went enough as an, I have to do something with this because my kids have special needs. I need to be there for them. I have yeah. young kids. I yeah. had my last baby when I was 43. So I'm yeah. older mom as well. And then the relationship was breaking down. So I knew it was going to be back single mom again. So um, I was like, no, I have to be alive for my kids. So I said, right. So I booked myself for a gastric bypass and I went for the consultation. I had it done um, about six months later and I have spent that was about two and a half years ago. Mm, so I'm now mm. 12 stone down. Fantastic. Uh, you should be so proud of yourself. I yeah. Have complications from it, which I'm sorting out. So I am having more surgery soon. But um, and then I went this year to Lithuania and had my skin removal surgery. So a boob job and a tummy mm. tuck. And I love my body. <laughs> yeah, because I can imagine when you're losing all that weight, the skin then needs oh, to be tightened. Yeah. But I mean, you get but I have there. to say, <laughs> I always say like I lost more than 12 stone. I lost yeah. whatever stone. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but mentally, I lost way more weight. Yeah. Like really the journey has been all about my mental health yeah and the weight has actually been kind of kind of irrelevant it's been more about understanding why I was eating and why I was comfort eating and really going back to relationships again and why I was putting up with so Mm, much crap and being mm. unhappy in a relationship not setting boundaries not respecting my own boundaries and when I started doing that it gave me such freedom like we're both single now and it's it's an amazing feeling to be actually yeah I mean exactly yeah and I think I mean you've done extremely well Rona like you you look fantastic I have to say she does she looks fabulous (laughs) and I mean it's great to be able to say I love my body you just said that I love who I am and this is one thing that like all of us including myself for years would have looked in the mirror and said even though I was really skinny oh look at the state of me I've got this that and the other because we it's not truly loving who you are and I mean it takes I think a lot of people don't but it takes a lot of hard work to actually start to say I actually love me I love who I am I love how I look you know look in the mirror high five a lot of people say okay she's had skin removal she's had all this surgery done so yes she looks good now of course you can say you look but it's actually I have loads of scars I still have Mm. my bum and my thighs are still all wobbly but I can still look in and see past that now of course yeah I don't the scars are my journey so whether I still lose skin or not I love myself regardless now exactly it's not all about amazing and that's how you should feel yeah 100% and I mean you get people that are like doing all this work on themselves and and they are gorgeous and they still aren't happy with how they look yeah you know it's mad isn't it yeah but I do understand it totally but yeah and so well done you and did you when you look in the mirror now like if you're walking down the street and you look in a window do you say oh my gosh did it take a while for you to understand that took about a year and a half say that's actually me yeah, I would I would walk past a reflection and go, oh my god, she looks lovely, and then I'm going, oh my god, that's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. really mentally it took. Yeah. I lost my weight really quickly, so I lost twelve stone in a year, literally a stone a month, uh, which is faster than a lot of people. And it took really a long time for my mind to catch up because mm. it was coming off so fast, I couldn't kind of keep up with it. And it's actually only when you have lost the weight that you realize how mentally taxing it is on your brain every day as in somebody who has a lot of weight on them. Like every room, I'd walk into this room now. 20, 12 stone ago and I would look at that chair going oh my god is that chair going to hold me yeah. and I'd be looking for a reinforced chair yeah. like going through turnstiles at the at the, at the, in the pitch or, whatever, or yeah. the football match yeah. um, like I used to bring my niece on holidays with me everywhere when I had my eldest boy just to go on the rides with him because I wouldn't fit on the rides oh I'd be so afraid the barrier would I find that hard down. to believe looking at you now. I know, I know. Yeah. It's, it's like a different person altogether uh, and literally I lost half of me exactly yeah so. I, I feel person but the one thing I wanted to say to you Rona is like we have to be careful because some people like I worked with a girl years ago very pretty girl and she was you know a bit larger but she I remember one day she said to me in the office and I never forget this and she said Denise I love my legs I've got the best legs look at them they're gorgeous yeah. now to me I looked at her and I couldn't say that about my own legs yeah. but yet 
her legs were maybe four times bigger than mine, but she genuinely loved herself yeah. for the way she was. Exactly. And I, I thought that was, I said, God, good on you. That's brilliant. I have worked, I'm, I've worked on celebrities all my life yeah. as a makeup artist and yeah. the amount of them that have come in now, when I say supermodels, I mean mm. literally supermodels, mm. would walk in and go, oh look, I'm not taking off my, because I, I don't like my freckles and I don't like my nose. And, yeah, and I'm looking yeah. at them going, you are a world class supermodel well, and yeah, you yeah, you're gorgeous. Securities. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. So this girl it's that I worked with, yourself regardless. it is. Yeah. And I, I remember, I'll never forget it because I remember looking at her thinking wow because she really loves herself that's really nice but I didn't at that time yeah. I was like oh I could never say that about myself yeah. so you know but through the years of therapy and helping myself and on this manifestation journey and being grateful for yeah. what we have and then yeah. more comes your way I actually now I, have, I do love myself yeah. now I love what I've achieved here in Ireland I love what I represent and my resilience and I think well you know stop this nonsense I don't yeah. look well enough that's nonsense what's the point saying that like it's not something you can just do overnight like people look and go oh I wish I could be as positive as you we work no, hard every single day not. and I think it's actually good to have a buddy to do it with because it is yeah you'll ring me and go I'm having a bit of a crap day and I'm going okay have you mm. done your manifestation have you done your gratitude yeah, totally. a reminder to do all that stuff and we do it every day every day I mean I have started this every morning every night and there are some days there was something happened the other day and I got a bit anxious and I thought I was all anxious all day and I thought what is going on with me and then I realised, right, Denise, you're going back into the old you. Yeah. Stop it. Get your. I have to I have to say one of the things that's really helped me a lot is the book Manifest by Roxy Novosi. Oh my God, it's brilliant. Absolutely yeah. love. I listened to it three times on Audible. I just love it, and I just stick on Roxy to get me back in there again yeah. and, and feeling positive. And so I would recommend that to anyone who start who who really is feeling self doubt. Yeah. And fear of moving forward. She helped me a lot, but. But before that, lots of different stuff has helped me. But we do, like I'll admit openly that I've always felt I needed a relationship to define me. Yeah. I needed, well, why am I not in a relationship? Hence why I've been married twice and in a long relationship. And since coming to Dublin, I've been in a couple of relationships too. But obviously none of them worked out for various reasons to want to talk about. But now I, I'd say for the first time in my life, I feel free. I feel, I actually love who I am. I love my life. I love my friends. I don't need a man. Yeah. I, of course, would love a beautiful, gorgeous, healthy relationship. Yeah. Um, which but is, you have that with you now. I have it with me, yeah. Finally. And I know the next relationship will not be fighting and someone trying to control me. It'll be somebody who actually values me yeah. and wants to love me for who I am. Exactly. So, and it's taken me a bit of time to get there because I would have still gone for the controlling, narcissistic type men, even here in Dublin. So and if, you think you have your shit together when you yeah. go through therapy and you do all this hard work and then you meet someone like I mean you yeah. did it as well I've done it as well where I was like I will never put up with that crap again I'll yeah. never do this but you do. and you walk straight back you into do. the same thing thinking you have do. it all because a lot of them will hide their traits until oh, you yeah. know until the it comes out until the shit in the mask and, yeah. and, then, it's and like, then we all have a mask on and start a relationship yeah, we're all and like, we're all oh lovey dovey but at the same time the red flags are there yeah. and we choose to ignore them and it's something that I've I've done often. I've said, oh, no, but I can fix that. Yeah. And sure, I stayed with somebody for six years and we're trying to fix me. Instead of fixing ourselves. Uh -huh. But when I look back at that now, I think, oh, Denise, you, you are a Muppet. But anyway, you can't look back. You have no. to move forward. Learn from it. Learn from it. And the most recent relationship I was in, after about six months, I said, no, this is not going to make me happy. Yeah. I'm not getting 
when I need my needs met. Yeah. And, and I you thought, were mad about him. Yeah, I really liked him a lot. He was yeah. a great guy in many ways, but he just couldn't give me the commitment and the emotional connection that I needed yeah. because of his own stuff. Yeah. He exactly. couldn't open up to me. I think what you said there, Mindigo, is really it's a really, really valid point and it's it's keeping yourself on track. And I always yeah. I always go back to the analogy of we're all on a motorway and you know, you have the bumps in the middle of the road, the cat's eyes. Yeah. And now what we're doing is when we feel ourselves veering off, like yeah. going back into old Ron and old D and yeah. going back to our old habits and you feel those bumps and they're your little red flags for yourself. Yeah. It's time to pull yourself back in. I, one of the things I know you were saying that you love the, the, the manifest book. For me, I have a playlist yeah. and it's all my empowers. I mean, it's, yes, it's you the get cra- that. I yeah, love it's, it. Yeah. It's the crappiest playlist. It's the brilliant. Man, like, one of my favorite songs. Um, oh, what a beautiful morning. It's yeah, from some yeah. Hollywood movie. Yeah. And I think that is absolutely brilliant. Empowering. It just puts me straight into good humor. Absolutely. It makes me sing at the top of my voice. And I just the minute I hear that playlist playing, I can tune out of what's mm, going on mm. and that blocks the negativity. But that's brilliant mm. because for years, and I'll give you a laugh, for years, my friends used to get into my car and say, slit your wrist, slit your wrist, slit your wrist, and he's get that music off. And I say, what's wrong with you? Even my dad, God love him, and he's in heaven. He used to say to me, Denise, what's with the music? Yeah. But I play romantic music, yeah. slit your wrist music. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Oh, yeah. And now Feeling I'm sorry for yourself. Feeling sorry going. for myself yeah. all the time. And more me and thinking of what I used to have. And even like up to last year, I said, well, I shouldn't be single at my age. Yeah. Like I should be in a relationship. I had all the beautiful houses. I had all this. Why have I not got that now? But instead of saying, look what I have built here in Dublin, yeah. started from nothing, yeah. got rid of everything in the north, sold it all, came down here, started a new job. Like a really tough industry. Yeah. And I just travelled all around. I remember my boss said, right now, Denise, you have to travel around Ireland. I said, oh, no bother to me, no bother to me. And <laughs> I, I clocked up, I think, 45,000 kilometres in the first year. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, this is great. I loved it, but tough. But the point is, I said to myself, like, you know, instead of thinking, look at all I've achieved, I was dwelling on the fact that, oh, that marriage didn't work out, that relationship didn't yeah. work out. I shouldn't be on my own at this age. In fact, I'm ha- now I'm not saying I don't want to be on because I do want to find the right man. I want to add that. We love men. We are manifesting the right we're man. Manifesting. We're going to show you a lot of shifts now over, over yeah. the next few weeks. But we've set a target a few months ago when we when we really got together and decided mm. to do this podcast. Yeah. And we have both started a whole manifestation and which yeah. we are working on. And things are starting to trickle in they now. They're just being one of them. Yeah, um, And absolutely. here we are today. So we will share that as we go on, as we manifest stuff. Um, and we'll do that on our social media yeah, pages we as will. well. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I think that the... I just believe I know what I see it the right man's out there for me yeah. and I want to add that Rowan and I love men yeah. <laughs> we love relationships it's not that we're anti-men and these these series of podcasts are going to be about many things in life yeah. not just relationships and dating but we have to we're going to start with this because that's fundamentally our journey of, of not loving ourselves enough and going for the wrong toxic narcissistic relationships let's say who yes. who uh, controlled us yeah. and uh, now I, I mean people say to me often oh who could ever control you believe me I was controlled yes. <laughs> but you allowed yourself to be controlled I allowed whole it, thing. yeah I think people think we're going to come on here man bashing or woman bashing no, it's not about that at all this not. is about finding your worth and going you know what I'm not putting up with that crap anymore and why absolutely. am I even putting it up you know yeah. and like now looking back it's like your friends are always saying to you like why are you putting up with that why are you letting him treat you like that and you're yeah. kind of going oh because I love him and yeah. oh we can't help it because it's his fault and it's no, their fault or whatever you know so no we're not doing that anymore and I, God I, help our new men oh God <laughs> love there'll be no nonsense but I, no. I do feel like the right relationship will just flow it'll flow there Easy. won't be this fighting and like 
why are you wearing that? Why are you doing this? Where are you going? Blah blah. It shouldn't be like that. Yeah, I never had that end of it. Now, yeah, but I've had I, a lot I, of that. Yeah, but I I had a total different end of it. So there is so many differences from yeah. emotionally unavailable, and you know a mixture of everything as well. There so, is, yeah. But it was my needs weren't being met, and yeah. I was quite happy to go along with that and go. But that's it. I mean, yeah. my therapist, my first therapist in Northern Ireland when I went to see her after I like that husband, your first therapist because <laughs> I'm seeing a girl in Dublin who I love and she's great too. And I go to her once a month and I just love checking in with her. Yeah. So my first therapist, she said to me, Denise, ask yourself every time I come in to see her. I'd met a different guy, different guys were asking me out, whatever. She said, Is he emotionally available? And I didn't know what she was talking about. Yeah. What are you on about emotionally available? I don't know what that means. Yeah. I said, I think so. And she said, I don't think so. Are <laughs> <laughs> your needs being met? And I'm like, Oh, I, I think so. You know, yeah. So anyway, I've learned a lot since then. Yeah. And every relationship, you learn more from it. Yeah. And I think you have to take that on board and say, instead of going, he was this, he was that, you allowed yourself to be treated like that. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So now I'll not allow anybody to treat me badly and I won't put up with nonsense. I just go, See ya. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. And you, Jog on. It's okay if, if, if it doesn't work out. I, no, I exactly. saw that we had this brilliant clip up the other day and I thought it was absolutely brilliant where it was saying like some people are just in for a season. They're not here. They don't have to be there it's for a season. It's one of my favourite lines. Oh my God. Here, you meet people for a season, a reason, a reason or a lifetime. Love it. And everything, the lifetime, perfect. But if it's only a season or a reason, the reason can be to learn a lot from them. Yeah. The season can be just, it's the summertime, you're having fun. You know, I met uh, a guy this summer actually uh, from London who and he taught me me more about myself than any man I've ever met and I only he's still a good friend of mine he, he's moved now but went on a few dates with him and he just was so relaxed I loved his company yeah. not not there wasn't anything really you know for the future but I loved his company yeah he taught me a lot about me and he opened my mind to other things and I thought Do you know what he's the first man in my life that's actually understood me yeah you know so it doesn't have to be forever he was a season but I'll stay friends with him We're going to go in our next podcast. Our segment is actually going to be all about dating. And yeah, we have, and actually you are a bit of an expert on it because you were actually on First Dates. First Dates Ireland. Yeah, but we'll talk here. about that. Yeah. yeah so we're going to talk about, so she, yeah. you are the ultimate expert. On it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you had a world class event. We will talk about that as well. But oh, yeah. Um, event. Yeah. yeah. But like another, I say we're going to discuss lots of topics. And one of the topics as well is going to be parenting because you actually mm. chose to be a do not have children. I never, to be honest, Rona, I never, ever had a desire for kids. Right. My mom used to hate this. Just to say there's something wrong with you. I said, No, mommy, I just don't have the desire. And I, have, I have lots of friends yeah. who have chosen not to have, and it's perfectly yeah. fine. I think if my two husbands uh, both had kids to the previous people, so yeah. if that had been different, perhaps it might have something yeah. may have happened, but it's just the road I took. Yeah. And then the last six year guy, he had kids too, and you know, that wasn't going to be happening. So that's just, but I don't, no, I don't feel bad about that. Yeah, I but you, you were a mommy to a very, very special oh, little girl. my little baby Zara. I know. I love animals so much. God, I could so have Zara's them all. your little dog. My wee dog that I brought down from Belfast unfortunately passed away just two months ago and she yeah. was my best friend. But, you know, Animals give you so much love. I couldn't even cry thinking. About I know, about I know. It. She was so, she was, um, so she was gorgeous. But yeah, so I get so much love from animals. I know it's not the same as a kid, but just the way my but life it is. I mean, the, the nickname is now fur babies because yeah, they literally babies. are like. I think since COVID, I so many people game had a dog or mm, had an animal, mm. and they became so precious because they were their life oh, during yeah. COVID, especially when you didn't have. You know, I personally, I I have three kids, and as I said, <laughs> I couldn't wait for COVID to be so precious. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I am so. Nervous. 
never meant to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm so I know, but you're because, a great well, mom. Ha- yeah, did. but what happened during COVID for me was all the therapy stopped. So yeah. with having two kids with autism oh, and a little yeah. girl with Down syndrome, yeah, um, they were like sending me out these leaflets going, okay, you need to be the occupational therapist, the speech therapist, yeah, the physiotherapist yeah. and... The mommy? And a therapist uh-huh, um, uh-huh. to all three children who have completely different needs, all three of them. Yeah. And and oh, by the way, you can work as well and do yeah. your business. And, and I'm like, money. really? Uh-huh. Oh my mm. God. Like, how That was hell? tough for people. I don't yeah. know how, yeah. how you all got through it. I mean, and it was make and break for a lot of people for a relationship. For me, it was the end of it. And, yeah. and I'm thankful for that now. It did show me that, you know, this yeah, wasn't, wasn't right. The right and it was, one. Yeah, yeah. And, but it was tough going. Oh my God, it was so tough. Oh, um, it was. I mean, and, and then people forget that it was really tough for single people too. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I was single. It wasn't time for day. Although lots no. of people did meet their little Well, I, I had the dog only, me and the dog, and only for my next door neighbour, Susan, the, my um, neighbour next door in the apartments. So her and I hung out and we walked the pier and we have a glass of wine in the pier, me, Zara and her. Yeah. Or we like I used to light the fire. Only for that, yeah. I would have been lost. But then I decided, I hate date naps, but I went on a date nap because I was so lonely. And I met this guy. Anyway, I dated him for nearly six months, actually. But... I think I would have got out of that much sooner if I hadn't yeah. been in COVID. Yeah, it was you comfort know. as well because was, obviously yeah. there was so lack of comfort during it that was, time. Yeah, yeah. everybody oh. was now. Everybody was everybody. scared and all that sort of stuff. Oh, and, yeah, um, but everybody needs love in life, and this is the thing: everybody needs that touch, that tactileness. We all need it. We're human beings. So absolutely. for anyone to say they don't want ever to be in a relationship, that's their choice. But it's not for me. Yeah. I, I've learned from. All we just want lessons. to be in the right ones this the time. Right. It's the right one, <laughs> exactly. exactly. And that, that will come. It will come. Yeah. Of it's, course it will. Yeah, absolutely. And it, again, I think getting yourself ready to be in that position. And I like for me personally, I know I had to let go of a lot of stuff to get where I am now because mm. it's so easy to hold on to. I remember going, I, I went um, for Reiki and something came up about stuff in the house. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I have a box from every ex-boyfriend. She's yeah. like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? And I said, yeah. yeah, I have a box, like a memory box from each boyfriend in, in the house. And she's like, oh, my God, you have to get rid of that. The energy you're energy, holding on from yeah, all these toxic yeah. relationships. So I ran home and packed the whole lot yeah, and I went no that is it they're gone from oh. my life I don't need <laughs> funny story my therapist first therapist said that to me in Belfast she said Denise you see the jewellery that you put them in a thing and bury them in the garden here's <laughs> me I don't think so I don't think I'm going to go that far with my few no, diamonds I know that you're... I have <laughs> No, there's, there's some things you have to go them and forget. Yeah, I'm holding to those bits. Yeah, no. yeah, but no, but it is so true. I mean, when I left Northern Ireland, I got rid of so much stuff. I mean, furniture, clothes. I gave a lot of stuff away to charity and sold some stuff, but it was so uplifting and refreshing just to get rid of yeah. get rid of it all. And it's a bit like this book of mine yeah. still standing. When I wrote this, I felt wow. I couldn't stop when I started writing it uh, in the January last year. I couldn't stop. I was like addicted. People were saying, Denise, what about that? I, I couldn't stop writing. Yeah. And uh, six months, it was pub- edited, published and out there for sale. But it was so cathartic for me. I just yeah. had to get that all out. Yeah. And I didn't intend to start from my childhood up, but that's the way it went. Yeah. And I'm glad he did. So it's there forever. But it's something I always wanted to do. Yeah. And I think And I, think, I really think people underestimate that the, as with therapy is the talking about. For me, I blogged my whole journey to the weight loss and I've had a lot of complications on the on this bypass with the gastric bypass, as I say, I'm having surgery in a couple of weeks' time. And then I had complications after my skin removal surgery. And like I, I blogged the whole journey and it was really mm. to show people that 
not everything yeah. goes the way we want, but no. you can still stay positive in it. Of course you can, you know. Yeah. And like that, you know, with with being a single mom with three kids, special needs. Yeah. If I can change it around, so can you. You know of what I mean? Of course, like, absolutely. Like and you amaze me. I I I ring Ron in the mornings and I'm like, how do you do it? <laughs> do you know I'd how love to ring it? you back after like half an hour of mayhem, yeah. and then yeah. But we will and talk I've, about that. I mean, you yourself have been uh, self-diagnosed later in life as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, I didn't realize. I know I'm a really hyperactive person, and people laugh all the time. They say, "Where do you get your energy from?" You're always on the go. Do you know what? It wasn't until recently someone said to me and I the test and I have adult ADHD and I didn't have any idea. But when I look back at my childhood, I was hyperactive and lots of various things. And we'll talk about this separately in another podcast. But I have abundant amounts of energy. I mean, I never stop. No. I mean, my mind never stops. It's hyperactive. I can't sleep. I'm always on the go. I'm always thinking about I'm also pushing myself way too hard all the time I'm thinking I haven't achieved enough I haven't achieved enough things, yeah. yeah even in work my boss said you're like a dog with a bone he said jeepers and I said well I can't help it it's yeah. like you know I torture people what about the order because even, even when they rang you this morning you're like oh no I've been up since 6 o'clock because my mind's gone <laughs> and I was like oh my god it's mad yeah. and I listened to all these other people talking about ADHD and like there's ADD but I definitely have the hyperactivity part and you know I, and I look back and I think maybe I was rude to people over the years because I, I don't really listen that well sometimes uh-huh. and because I switch off if I'm not that interested and it's not being rude yeah, it's just the way my mind that, yeah. is and I go that's not interesting to me so yeah okay so my friend Nigel said to me oh yeah Denise who right over the head there yeah. I'm lying here half dying <laughs> oh what, what, where are we going tonight Nigel I, I don't mean it it's just and it's way. actually funny because you you were a bit concerned about over talking on me yeah, during the yeah. podcast because you do sometimes and yeah, it, but it's, it's all from a good it. place and luckily I'm well experienced but, but yeah. you don't actually because I'm as I I actually sometimes think I do have a little bit too because I am quite hyper too but I yeah, think mine yeah. is not by choice I have to do a lot of things yeah you have life. to just get up I'm a huge huge advocate of CBD oil which we're going to actually you're going to try it out to see I definitely want to try that all my three kids myself uh, we are on CBD oil about five years now and it has completely changed our yeah. lives but uh, so yeah be interesting to see yeah, how it will help me because you. people would say to me you need to go and see the doctor and get something to calm you down and I said no 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 no, no. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with me like that you know yeah. I think it's once you understand it it's like with, with my kids once I understood them it just made all perfect it sense it does it makes things yeah. and I, I, I'm more self-aware now yeah. and I'm a bit more conscious like I, I look at emails and my text sometimes it can be a bit cheeky and you know, and I don't really mean it yeah. but it's just the way I am and some and I, sometimes people in work would say uh, do you not think that's a quite? so what I'm doing now is re-reading the email yeah. re-reading the text before I send it because some <laughs> and even ex-boyfriends like I'm sure like I mean I'm not perfect either so I'm sure like I probably annoyed them as well <laughs> oh listen we are all guilty of that <laughs> and saying so, the wrong or, you know or being completely needy is, is exactly. like yeah I mean I dread back when I think back at some of the stuff I oh, said oh I know God. when you look back you think wow it's cringe yeah. but the thing is as well ADHD gives you lots of drive so most people with ADHD are quite successful in, in if an area that they want to be successful in yes. you know because like at school funny I found a card the other day for my mum made for my 40th yeah. and it was a little poem on it about me as a kid and they're so right with ADHD, you take fads, you go, oh, I'm loving this, I'm going to do this. Six weeks. And they said, Denise played the violin for six weeks. Then yeah. she did this, it was for six weeks. Yeah. I lose it just Short really quick. Yeah. 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 So I'm correcting that and I'm I'm definitely not going to give the podcast six weeks. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll definitely, we'll keep going. But I think this is going to be, we're really thrilled of doing this, aren't we, Rona? It's so exciting. Yeah. And I think, like I was saying, it's nearly like therapy talking about stuff. Oh, and people yeah. don't talk enough. And like by sharing your stuff, it also inspires other people to it does, yeah. maybe go, oh, 
oh my god if they can do it and I've always wanted to do something and like as I said this podcast is not all about relationships it's going to be about everything from parenting from getting up and doing things or just completely business, business starting a new job starting a new company there's all a lot these of toxic things. friendships out there oh, as opposed to relationships about, mm-hmm, you know? to- totally I've been and down like, that they're road. my best friends since I was you know 18 or something like that but you know that doesn't mean you have to stay with them no, you know if they're exactly. not good for you it's boundaries again yeah. and I've I've cleared out people I've had to um, well they fall off yeah. yeah and when you change you notice how they drop off yes, because you're not feeding into their you're not feeding them and yeah. a lot of people don't like the fact that you're not actually building yourself up and becoming somebody strong because they actually like being yeah they like to see you down there yeah. they don't want to see you happy and up there and positive and life going well it's yeah. just a thing and it's not just Ireland Northern Ireland the world round people a lot of people don't like to see you successful yeah. and being happy and doing well in life and I can't understand that because my whole life I've never been a jealous person yeah. I want my friends to be happy the best they can be the best they can be and I want my friends to feel the same for me yeah. you know it's just a really weird analogy but because I, I do weddings a lot um, I've often seen it where the bride come up and go like don't make the bridesmaids look too good and I was like because they're already pretty and I'm like going oh my gosh oh yeah no, I, I mean I'll tell you some stories of weddings oh that is mad <laughs> but it's actually crazy and I would say but well, why did you you know you picked them because you're a friend but yeah. for me it would be I want my friend to look the best they can be so they yeah, feel good and yeah. you know look good and but a lot of them will put them in dresses that aren't flattering to them yeah. or you know, isn't that shocking do really yeah. not put makeup on them or mm. you know this sort of their thing. own insecurities yeah, you know yeah. but it's amazing the amount of people that judge yeah judge yeah. and they don't know the facts yeah and she and when, me when well. you're going through tough times you really find out who your friends are and when you, you make big changes you really find out who your friends are and you totally but do. i think that's a really good thing because you also weed out the weeds that should be gone you do, yeah, that are absolutely. gone and that shouldn't be part of your life and i do think like now i'm really really lucky i have a really close network of really good positive mm. healthy friends around yeah. me now and yeah. male and female yeah me too and i have lo- lots yeah. of male friends and i love having that yeah. mix because men see things differently. And you can be friends with a man. Of course you can. <laughs> I've got quite a few and I love them. They're brilliant yeah. and I'd be lost without them. But, you know, I just, I do feel that social media, I will, we'll talk about this again in more detail, but I think social media is a way of portraying people a certain way and yeah. people think, oh, look at her, she's this, that and the other. Um, but you have to be yourself. And I've always been authentically me since I started my social media when I moved to Dublin. I shared the, the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. And like if I was out and, the, and partying around Dublin because I was so excited to be yeah. living in Dublin, like all my life. I, I also realise I'm here. a very ugly crier. I had a video there really like, oh my God, I, I am the ugliest crier ever. But I'm it was, safe. it's about keeping it real. And that's one thing we're, we are definitely doing this podcast. Look, we're going to share a lot of ah, real our stuff. horror stories, our good yeah. stories and our crazy stories. Like there's a lot of crazy stories. Actually, the ne- our next podcast is going to be so funny because it's all about dating apps and I know, dating and so dating much to talk 50s, about. I know exactly. As a mom, as somebody with no kids, um, all that kind and of stuff. And the whole sex thing and the polyamorous and the monotonous. All it's, those listen, different. Th- all these new things now that are like, oh my god! Like 20 years ago, you would not have heard of any of them or wouldn't have been even talked about. No. So we're going to talk about everything. Everything. Yeah, I can't everything. wait. <laughs> and t- the, today's episode is really to introduce ourselves and to share a little bit about us. So you get a feel for it. Obviously, over the series of podcast we will talk more about our own stories yeah or in but in, in, in between we don't bits. want to bore you in the first episode just <laughs> in depth digging tide but uh but yeah so it's it's great and i am so excited about it yeah yeah it's going to be great and so we hope you can share it yeah hope you can spread the word because we want to inspire lots of people yeah, we, do. we are going to be seriously manifesting over the next few so we you can are. check us out on social media as well on instagram and yeah. uh, tiktok and Enough is Enough podcast Ireland yeah. and we will be sharing our tips in between. We're going to be doing some bucket list stuff on the way as well. Yeah. Some challenges and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so if you have any suggestions, <laughs> uh, just send them in to us as well. Totally, yeah. And uh, 
we look forward to listening to our second podcast. <laughs> so from us. Yes, it's goodbye for now and we look forward to chatting to you again soon. Bye.